Is work stressing you out? Today, we're not gonna lie. Welcome back to another episode of NGL. I'm Zelani and today for this episode, we're going to talk about work as well as all the aspects of work that just causes us so much stress and sleepless nights and uh, for a lot of us, late nights as well. And today I have with me two of my very good friends, Glenn and Elise. Um, they have gone through uh, ups and downs in their work and they've lived to tell the tale. So today they're gonna, we're, we're going to share with you our humble uh, experiences about what causes us stress at work and you know how we we navigate it, um, how we manage conversations with our boss, our teammates. Um, were there good things that came out of it, and what did we eventually do when things just got too much for us? Okay, so to kick things off, um, Glenn, maybe you can share with us. You know, uh, what are you working as? How long you've been there? All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Glenn. Uh, I'm a marketing executive and I work in the sports industry. Mm. Yeah. How long have you been working? I've been working there for slightly more than a year. Oh, congrats yeah. on your work anniversary. Thank Woo-hoo. you, thank you. LinkedIn Yay. also congratulated me. Very <laughs> right, official, you have a like badge now. Yeah, yeah, A medal. Yeah. Yes. Nice, nice. Okay, okay. And how about Elise? Hi guys, I'm Elise. Uh, I used to work in a creative agency. I did both account servicing and copywriting. And... At, at the same time? Uh, yeah. yeah. At a point <gasps> in time, I was doing both at the same time for a few months. Ooh. But those dark days are over. Uh, and I am now on the greener side of the grass. <laughs> yes, I can tell that you're glowing. If oh, not, you won't be here you. shooting, right? <laughs> thank you. It's yeah, true no, fun- Funnily enough, like uh, before my current job, I was also in the creative industry Ooh. for six years as a suit, like uh, account manager, account- client servicing role as yeah. well. But uh, yeah, so I cannot imagine you doing like double roles. It's crazy. Yeah, okay, was... we'll hear more of that later. Okay, mm-hmm. so, all right. So, um, just to give um, our listeners a few co- a context about, you know, like what work is like for us, right? Let's share in less than seven words, seven words or less, right? Um, what is your most stressful or craziest work situation? Okay, I think it will be working for 19 days straight. 19 yeah, days? Yeah, that was crazy. No weekends? Yeah, no weekends. <gasps> Yeah, no weekends. Or, or rather, I worked during you worked, two oh, weekends. Yeah, you did not have weekends. <laughs> yeah, I did not have weekends. It was crazy. Oh my gosh, yeah. two and a half weeks. Yeah, it's events, la, but uh, wow. yeah. But I thought days. you were marketing. Uh, yeah, it's a bit intertwined, but I'll share a bit more Everything later. is like connected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh no. Wow, okay, yeah. okay. Oh, right, like, okay, mine is um, I ate prata uh, every night for dinner. Huh? For, for two weeks. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, it must yeah. be very oily. <laughs> yeah, man, like my colleagues and I, so like backstory is that um we were OTing like till so late, right? That the only shop that was open for dinner, which we only ate around 10 p.m. was like the Prata place opposite our oh, office. No. Yeah, wow. so I ate all kinds of Prata, man. Like uh, <laughs> uh, wow, the Kosong, then Prata Bomb when like we them stressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like, wow, we had like acne breakouts and all, but okay lah. The Prata not bad. <laughs> ah, so <laughs> after dinner, y'all will come back ah. <laughs> just go out for a break oh my gosh yes oh. how about you Elise what's your seven word oh. um, work situation my seven word work situation uh, I was asked to come back from my leave when I was already on leave <laughs> sorry it's more wow. than seven words yeah. yeah it's okay never mind we, <laughs> some, we, we round down like, we round down <laughs> wow so like how did that like happen 
it was like I took leave for that day because I was planning like wedding preparations oh. uh, for my friend my best mm. friend mm. then it was like around 3pm then suddenly I received this text from my boss he was like hey this pitch like need to be ready by tomorrow not ready eh like where are you ah? then I was like uh, I'm on leave which he you? knows you're on leave right yeah I was like you approve my leave he was like yeah oh, no. uh, you need to come back to the office now cause we need to finish this thing I was like huh what? but I already finished my part then he was like yeah but like uh, it's not done and then I think he like no it's like all hands on deck anyone yeah, like yeah, is free yeah. just come down and finish yeah correct but so, actually still got the next day to do Oh, still got the next day which in, in, in agency terms is still got a lot of time like. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, so, so did you go back? yeah so I went back cause thankfully oh. like um the work for the wedding was already done that day so I was just like oh okay then I come back but I, I didn't get my leave back oh no, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but it was only three actually not, that, not more than three hours or so like, but yeah wow yeah. I hope you guys did well for the pitch I, 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 I think <laughs> I think we did <laughs> Wow, okay, okay. So, wow, that's just um the tip of the iceberg, I guess, of like our crazy work situation. Sounds sad to me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to work 19 days straight. Uh. Okay, yeah, that's that sounds very sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Can tell us more, like, was that like the, okay, the so, pinnacle of like stress in your one year, okay, first so year some more? I'll share a bit. La. So it was a sports event because I work in the sports industry, right? So I worked five days as per normal, Monday to Friday. So uh, this event was like a very big international event. So we had to bump into an event area on a Saturday. So mm. and it's uh, from Saturday all the way to the following Sunday. Mm. And then afterwards, because it was my first year at, at, at work, I didn't dare to ask for off in lieu. And I didn't <laughs> oh, know no. the culture then. Yeah, so yeah. it ended on Sunday and Monday I resumed back to work. And so everyone was there as well? Like your colleagues? Uh, no. <laughs> Huh? You were the only one okay. that came back. Uh, there were colleagues that came back, but they they came back on the the following days la, After Monday, no one came back on the Monday. But only so you were the only one in office. Yeah, I was the only one in office. Yeah, but oh. I I worked for five days straight there after. After so. that, oh, so for five, the event is it? Or uh, what, there was other work to. No, there was there was there was after the event. There are some oh, post event uh, follow up to do, but uh, so so five days before the event, the entire event is nine days. That's uh fourteen. <gasps> then another five. Yeah, so nineteen days. Yeah, so that, that was quite crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you just went to office, then you're the only one in office, then you just chill there and like, okay, I'm just going to do my work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had things to do also, so I I just worked. Wow. Yeah, yeah, dedication. Eh? Yeah. So do you take your off in you like after... Uh, I did, After I did. That. So in fact, this year mm. there was the same event. Uh, <laughs> you I, learned. I worked from lesson. home the entire week after the <laughs> event. <laughs> but, but you still work. Yeah, yeah, I still work. I still work. Yeah, work from home though. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Was that like the most like stressful part, or were there like more? Uh, there's more. There's more. Oh, okay. There's more. What, Thirty share. days, ah? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I I think that was duration stressful, but there were other projects that. I had to think they were equally stressful as well. Ah, okay, yeah. tell us. Okay, so uh, okay, one of it is uh, I got uh, appointed to be in charge of uh, so to say dinner la. It's like a bit of a a gala event. So uh, part of that team was some uh stakeholders. So they were non-salaried. They were not my colleagues la, but they were they were some other stakeholders. And uh, this event involves around uh four hundred people. So, wow, uh, yeah. it's a big, big one. Yeah, it's big. So, so for a fresh grad, right, I only worked for a year. It's quite a big thing. Did yeah, you have yeah. a team like to uh, support? Or? I, 
I had a small team, so uh, but I was the main one that was supposed to push for deadlines and uh. Uh, well, your boss must be like yeah. either either he hates you or he very impressed by you. <laughs> In the name of experience, I was called to do it. Yeah, to to have the opportunity to learn, which uh, wow. I was quite thankful for, lah. Yeah, but mm. uh, let me just continue with the story. Uh, so it was quite a short planning period. Yeah. Uh, and we have quite a few meetings to to discuss the agenda and how the event was going to go. Yeah. Uh, but uh. Throughout the entire period, uh, I presume that I was supposed to be in charge and I was supposed yeah. to uh, make certain decisions. But uh, eventually I realized that that's not the case, even though the appointment uh, was as such. So I, I think the few stakeholders, they were all uh, older people. Mm -hmm. yeah, and uh, I mean, being a fresh grad, it was quite tough for me to lead a team of older people. Oh yeah, and, for sure. Uh, yeah, and, and eventually, uh, sometimes they might think that their idea will be better. Because mm. yeah. they are longer in the company, yeah. more experienced. Yeah. Actually, which is fine, which I'm totally okay with. But uh, there were situations where certain decisions were made. Uh, and after deciding on something, uh, there was a feedback saying that, oh, this shouldn't be the way. Yeah, which uh, which is quite complicated and uh, mm. confusing for me. Yeah. So they yeah. made the decision, then they went back and said, I don't want anymore. Yeah. In, in that oh. sense, in that wow. sense. So, so there was a lot of uh, back and forth yeah, I can throughout that uh, entire project. Yeah, oh. so, so that period was a lot of uh, a lot of OT. Yeah, mm, every, sure. every, every single day OT. Oh. Yeah, because uh, we, we, we spend certain amount of time to get things done. Uh, the day after, <laughs> it's decided that we should change. And then we put in more time to work on something. And then that to Change again. Change again. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so it was a lot of that. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I think at the moment, I was just counting the days and hoping that the day would arrive soon and get it Calm done. Calm down and to the that. event over. Yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, you were mentioning that uh, like there was a lot of back and forth and the people that made the decision uh, double back on their own decision and then you guys have to kind of like find a new like solution and stuff. So like how was it, like how did that like affect you? You know, oh. like you being, and like, cause I can imagine, right? You are, uh, you are supposed to be in charge. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, now you are still you are trying to manage like so many different people who seems to have to hold the decision making power mm. rather than you. So, mm. yeah. How was that time for you? Yeah. Okay. I think it was a uh, very frustrating and very tiring. Yeah. To be to be very honest. Uh, I think frustrating because. There's this uh there's this gap, yeah, and this uh yeah, this gap that is not addressed lah. Yeah. Of which uh I think structurally uh I was called to do something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was called to lead uh, a project. But then again, uh my comments don't have much weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And of which uh I think it's not bad work, lah. It's not like I I, I don't care about my job. Uh, I, I, I don't give my best or like mm. uh, anything of those sorts. But uh, it's frustrating when I try to pull my weight but uh, and things sometimes get accepted. Mm. Yeah, uh, but eventually we have to go for another plan. Yeah, right. and it happened multiple times. Wow. Yeah, so uh, I also lead a team of uh, my actual colleagues which are in the events department. <laughs> so they are, they, are, they are here suffering together with me in that sense. 
Uh, and it's hard, it's hard to lead them because it's so confusing, right? When uh, my boss calls me to do something, uh, I try my best to lead the team. But then... Uh, Other when stakeholders. I'm, yeah, when I'm lost, they're also lost. You're just lost together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we just like... Uh, oh, so, no. so what do we do? Uh? Do we... Do we just wait for things to happen now that uh, our comments are not accepted? Oh, man. Or do we uh, yeah, do we push for something knowing that it might get rejected again? Mm. Yeah. yeah, so it was it was so tough. Yeah. You you give your best but it's not accepted. Then if you be laid back, you're also afraid that uh wow, they say like uh you never give your best. Mm. Uh hey, you're paid to do this, why didn't you? Mm. And like uh so so these are things in my head also. La. So I think mentally Wow, that was also very tough for mm. me. Yeah. yeah, someone's your first job also. So yeah. like, it's quite important to feel like you are doing a good job. But then, but then you like, don't know. Yeah. You try it's your like... best, but you don't succeed. <laughs> oh, I, I see how you put the lyrics in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, how, how did the event turn out? Uh, okay. After all that, like, nightmare planning stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, it turned out well. I, I think, <laughs> I think the, the good thing about all these things, right, is that... Uh, because some of the stakeholders were, uh, uh, they were very anal on the small stuff. So mm. there were a lot of changes, but uh, we changed so many times that we all got so used to what's going to happen. Because uh. Uh, only the small details changed. Uh, there were a lot of small details that changed, mm. but uh, it's to the point that we can memorize everything uh, upside down. Inside and, out. Uh, inside out, yeah. Wow. So uh, from the start of the event to the end of the event, we are know we know what's gonna happen, and uh, we execute it perfectly, la, In that sense, wow, perfectly. Yeah. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. But that was uh, after months of uh, being tormented <laughs> uh, mentally. P- PTSD already. <laughs> yeah, really PTSD. Uh, hopefully this year will be better. Yeah, mm. but uh, we shall see. From nice. the event, I mean, it sounds like you had a very hard time doing and planning the event, but. Did you like learn anything from your like did any good things come out from it that you can take for this year? <laughs> oh, okay. I think not many people can say that they uh led a four hundred event, like person size event. Yeah, man. On their first yeah. first year at work. Yeah. yeah. I mean I I, I led it lah. <laughs> yeah, I, I let it la. yeah so uh, on paper. Yeah, yeah on, on paper. I mean it was uh it was very, very tiring. Uh, but it was it was fun la. It was fun to mm. to do an event like that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, what about what about you, Elise? Most stressful work. Most stressful work. Yeah, la. I think the my most stressful period was when I was double hatting as a account servicing and copywriter. So uh, I'll just use the term suit for account servicing because that's the term that we use in advertising, but. Basically, like, I will wake up at, like, 8 a.m. every day. Then I will clear all my client emails. Then 9 a.m., my clients wake up. Then they start, like, texting me, calling mm. me, whatever. Then I'm their slave, right, from 9 a.m. until, like, 6 p.m. <laughs> then 6 p.m., they, like, most of them pangkang already. Then from 6 p.m. onwards, then I can do my copywriting work. So mm. then I work, 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 work until, like, 11 p.m., like, optimistically. 11? Uh, yeah. Op- that's optimistically. Yeah. Oh my God. Op- wow. Optimistic. Like, usually it's 11 p.m., but sometimes it's worse, lah. Yeah. 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 Then after that, I... Okay, then I go sleep. Then I wake up and I rinse and repeat. And then it went on for a few months. Mm. Uh, and then eventually, I got so fed up that... I, I would tell my bosses like here and there, I'll be like, hey, like, because back then, right, I was asked to double head because um, it was in the middle of COVID and mm. we were on a hiring freeze. And then one of our suits left. 
So then they asked me, this poor copywriter, to go and be a suit also. Then I, oh, okay lor, because it's my first year, right? So oh, I was like, yeah, more yeah. experience, better. I can like get more skill set. So yeah. I was like, okay, okay, I happily go. Then in the end, we come like that, right? Then I was like, okay, I, I'm learning a lot. So maybe I press on for a bit. Then I press on for a few months. Then after that, I realized, oh, I think this one not sustainable. But even after I tell them like, oh, I would rather be a copywriter. Then they were like, okay. Then silence. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, so when uh, can I be a full-time copywriter? Yeah, then I hear like, no sound, no nothing, you know. So in the end, like, mm-hmm. I think it was like my birthday, uh, like March. Then I was like, you know what? I'm going to give myself my own birthday present. I'm just going to text my boss and be like, hi, uh, I'm going to be a full-time copywriter from 1st April onwards. Wow, nice. Thank you. <laughs> Don't even need to ask. (laughs) So I think that was my most like yeah stressful period. Wow. Yeah. It sounds damn shag. I I suddenly left my job. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Advertising has many crazy stories. Yeah. So for me, right? Um, like my most stressful. Um, I mean, there were many stressful periods, but one that like came to mind, um, was that uh I had a client, um, that liked to play rank. Mm. So um so you know usually um like the executives will discuss things and then after that um then the managers will come to approve certain things and and all that right but uh for this particular client um they like to talk to only one level above them mm. so the marketing executive like refused to talk to me like uh. even though I like um text her or you know there's like a group chat uh and, and emails and all those, right? Like, she, but she will only talk to like my manager and upwards. So you text her, then she blue tick you? Uh, yeah, so usually, right, we'll put in like a group chat so that yeah. everyone gets CC'd, la, you know, that yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. But she like will ask um, things and then tag like my uh, account manager. Oh. Yeah, or she'll reply to my, my uh, question with a request directed to the my manager. account manager. Yeah, like it's, it's very, very strange. Yeah. yeah and um, I think... Like I realized that this is probably maybe the culture of um uh, of my client la, like mm. their 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 work culture yeah so like it gets very problematic right when um the marketing director of my client's side uh doesn't talk to my account director but talks to like our company CEO uh. yeah so there will be times right where um like they will ask for a certain requests that's out of scope. Right, they always ask for yeah, our scope yeah, yeah. things. Yeah. And my CEO will agree to it because like he doesn't know that it's our scope. You know, they have like a you know, just a good relationship. He'll say things like, Oh yeah, I'll check I'll check in my team and see when they can do it. Not when? whether not if they can do it, it's when. Yeah, so like in the end, right, like we thank everything all, like we have to thank um all the like small things and we had to firefight a lot as well. It's like yeah. that it's a lot of like he said, she said, and mm. I think a lot of my time, right? A lot of my time that was OT was spent like digging through emails or past messages, you know, screenshotting things, trying to cover our backside. <laughs> I was just very, very like tiring, la, like and just like, wow, um, that I don't know, like doing this plus like <laughs> getting acne from eating prata. It's just like not a good season, man. Yeah, yeah. Man. For 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 me. So I think um and then like it was I think like things got really bad, right? When um my account director, like she wanted to uh take a stand for the team like she said mm. well this has got to stop because it's really very hard to work and be um effective yeah. so like she pushed back on some of the client's requests yeah and then the client went to talk to like my ceo and asked for her to be transferred out of that team uh. yeah and like um in my company right basically like uh 
you if you get transferred out of team, you need to transfer into another team, like another yeah. account. But at the time, there was no uh, accounts that had like capacity for you know a, a director's role. <gasps> so she was so she had to leave. Eh. What? She was so asked basic- to leave. Yeah, like basically, like, and it was so sudden. It was like the next day out of nowhere. Like, we just went to work normally, right? In one day. And then after that, she's like, Oh, uh, guys, it's my last day here. What? As in yeah, last day, we, like, immediately leave. Yeah, like, we didn't know when that conversation happened and all that, but it oh was just to me, like, it was just a random day, like, oh normal God. work day, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So, like, she just, like, she said no, and then she, Fired. What the heck? Oh, no. The only person who stood up for y'all. Yeah. Like I was very young then, so yeah. I think I was scarred for life. It's like from then that I realized, wow, actually it's very dangerous to say no. Wow. Or like, I don't know how to say it, you know, in a way. Yeah. So I think that one like really left an impact on me. Mm. Wow. How do you do with that? Like seeing how everything unfolded. And then, and then like life <laughs> is already so shacked at work. Yeah, yes, how did you yeah. feel? But I think eventually, like, um, I mean Something that like I realized also like um from that period was that I think I I realized that I be- I was very reactive la mm. yeah to to things. I think like I just became very scared and just kept walking around eggshells, right? Yeah. In to a point like whenever the client um you know like requests for something or like say something that so it's just a little bit like different from what I expected, right? I would just get very scared. Mm. Yeah. And like um every little thing like I would go ask my boss. Mm. Just so very afraid of like making a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think like, I don't know whether it's like, I become a part of like her source of stress also. You know, <laughs> when like this like, uh, this suit like supposed to like help or what, but in the end, like every little thing also need to ask me. Yeah. So I think like upon some like self-reflection, I realized that um, I think like I, instead of like trying to step up, or, you know, like, bring solutions and stuff. I just uh, felt that um, I just didn't really want to take responsibility for, mm. for, for things. Like, I, everything was like, oh, it's above my pay grade. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just, every little thing, like, asked my uh, supervisor. Yeah, mm. but I think, like, um, I I realized la, that um, actually this isn't really uh, helping or, you know, or supporting, like, the team or, or, the, or the boss. And I think if I continue to remain, like, scared of responsibilities, um, it... I would always remain like small, you know, mm. uh, in what in everything that I do, not mm. just in my career, but I just I guess in everything in life, lah. Yeah, mm. if like I'm afraid to like take certain risks or just take certain responsibilities for some like ideas and solutions instead of just hiding behind, you know, like the protection of my of my boss, mm. kind of thing, lah. So I think that was something that I took away, mm. if you can call that a good thing. <laughs> I think for sure. I mean. Like, I can understand why you would feel that way though. Because like, your first like experience with someone who stood up for you and that person got fired. Take so, away. Obviously, there will be some PTSD. It's like, you think like, oh, if I say no to the client, then I also get fired. Yeah, I will feel yeah. that way. Eh. Like, yeah. So I can see why it was it was tough at the start for you. Yeah. So Elise, how about you? Did anything good happen out of that crazy period? Uh, Anything good? Uh? I think that I can share a bit like kind of similar to Zell's story just now. So like, I also learned how to 
uh, trust my own like gut instinct. So back then, right, as a both a suit and a creative, like sometimes there'll be occasions where um I have like questions. Like the this process like a bit don't make sense, that kind, or like why are we doing this a certain way? But then back then I was like, never mind, don't ask questions. Because if I ask question, right, then more problems will arise. Then more problems means more time wasted. So last time I would just be like, keep mum, then I, okay, I just follow the process. Like if my boss don't mm. say anything, then I don't say anything. But then right, somehow uh, all of these things always come back and bite me in the butt. Eh, like like a oh, few man. months later, that kind. Then I'll be like, ah, tia la. Then yeah, I spend more time like dealing with this thing that I could have avoided in the first place. Right. Yeah, so I feel like out of that like whole experience, I learned how to uh, ask more questions and then save time in so doing. Like in the long run, I save time. La. Yeah. Then mm. I think another thing that really helped me was the people at work. Mm. Yeah, so... I made very, very good friends at uh, my old workplace. And like, we always say that like, we all like got promoted at work. Like we all got promoted from colleagues to friends. La. So oh, I was like, that's, nice. that's the only promotion we need. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, till today, we're still like meeting up and like we're planning to go to Bali soon. Oh, wow. uh, I left last December. La, so I think we're still pretty close. And I feel like they really helped me through that period. Like I feel like during that period, right, we all bonded really well because it felt like we were in prison together. Yeah, it was like, like, you know, there's this term called Stockholm Syndrome, right? So I feel like back then we were all like just in love with with each other and with our captors. Because <laughs> like, they are all you ever meet and yeah, you, like, talk to. Correct. Like, I see them every day from like 8 p.m., 8, 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. <laughs> Then we eat together, we mm. cry together. Yeah, so... Yeah, you all like create this like good, community. Like, yeah, it was a community that I got out of it. La. Prison yeah. cell. Prison mates. Yeah. <laughs> For oh, life. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Wow. So, I mean, like with that, right? Um, When you, you spend a lot of time with your colleagues and there's relationships, there's bonds... Yet there's also like work and all right work that needs to be done but at the same time maybe certain areas of our life are getting compromised like time with friends family and our health like mm. were y'all able to you know like build uh any boundaries and if if you guys tried to how was it like mm. keeping them to start things off uh i would like to share that i love my job yay oh that's great to hear <laughs> So actually, my job uh, is 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 pretty chill during the chill period, mm. but uh, during the 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 crazy periods, uh, we we have projects la, and things go a bit crazy, yeah. But uh, in terms of boundaries, right? Uh, the chill periods are really very chill. With that, uh, it also means that uh, the OTs we don't be so calculative lah. Mm. So so there yeah. are times that uh, we really OT. Uh, but I, I, I can't put it on my boss like, hey, I, how many hours, how many hours uh, OT, you better compensate me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, there are days that I don't come in office early. Yeah. So it's a bit hard to set boundaries like, because like at the same time, you feel like during the chill periods, you very chill. So like you're kind of making up for the chill times in the busy periods. Yeah, I, I think it's also a bit on uh, the industry. Because mm. like, I mean like what both of you guys share, right? You all leave office at 11. Oh my God, that's crazy. Or oh, 1am. Yeah. <laughs> Setting boundaries, uh, yeah, lor. so one thing is to let your bosses know when things get too much 
Uh, so for me, even though after I let my bosses know already, then they don't do anything. So I have to take matters into my own hands and be my own HR. So sometimes, <laughs> like, I would say that this doesn't apply to every situation. I feel like it really depends on, like, your relationship with your bosses also. Mm. So for me, like, my relationship with my bosses is, I know they trust me and I know that, like, we have a good relationship and they're like, I see them as my friends also la. So... Uh, it was easier for me to just like tell them like okay like I'm not doing this like I'm gonna go full time into just a single role but I feel like in other situations like maybe mm. if you don't have that relationship with your boss then um, it would be things like um, when you have appraisal like during a performance review like what yeah. you did like that would be helpful to um, raise these to concerns. raise these concerns and then if it still doesn't get hurt then try again and then you still it nothing happens then like oh there's a sign that like something you need to do something else but yeah so that, that's one thing like so communicating with your bosses then another thing that I did to manage more of like my clients this time around so like there was this one story like it was a Chinese New Year 2E and then I think it was like the first Chinese New Year after COVID, like when you can like actually go and visit your oh. relatives. So it was like a very important Chinese New Year. Yeah. Then on 2E at 10am, right, my client texts me. He was no. like, hey, uh, I sent you like the wrong asset. Like we need to switch out the asset like for this like ad that already went live, uh, by the way. Then I, I, I still go and reply him back, you know, I say, oh, what is it? Uh? <laughs> then he, he said, yeah, this one, can, can I change it now? Please, please. Then I know he's just trying his luck only, right? But then I still like, but then I was still like new. Then mm. I was like, yeah, I can make things happen for oh, you, man. Then nice. <laughs> nice to my client, but not nice to my colleagues. Then oh, I go and like call oh, because my, yeah. someone else has to change it. Because I had a suit my right. So I call <laughs> my, my art director. I like, hey bro, like sorry, like I say can help to change or not. Then he hello, I like getting ready for lunch. Eh. Then I, yeah, yeah, this one five minutes only. Oh, <laughs> oh no, you evil. <laughs> You like invalidate the effort. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't say five minutes only, but in my head I was like, I know it'll only take five yeah, minutes. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah. I I yeah, so I just like I uh, beg him a bit on my knees. Then he then he okay, okay, I do for you. He was very nice, he was in a good mood that day. So he Thank he God. switched out the asset for me. Then I was like, look, I'm like so good, eh? I can get things done. Eh? Like I sent back to my client, I'm like <laughs> You're welcome. No, but then like, <laughs> that was how I felt back then, right? But then looking back now, right? I'm like, I stupid or what? <laughs> it's like, I'm so terrible, you know? Like the client throw the ball at me, right? I'm supposed to just like, just like, like, what do you call it? This one? Dribble. Dribble for a while until like the public holiday is over. Ah, Before I throw it to my creatives, <laughs> right? But instead I go and throw it immediately. Eh? Then, uh, yeah, I think we shouldn't, I shouldn't have done that. So I feel like what I learn to do eventually is to be able to give like my clients a holding statement which oh. is like if they text me at like weird timings la, like let's say 9pm I'm doing my copywriting work already like I cannot do their client stuff mm. so mm. I would just like so I understand also like how it feels like to be a client because I'm a client now so sometimes like you will think of things that you scared you will forget like the next morning like you need to send it now because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you scared you forget yeah. so then the clients uh, they will just they will just send the agency la, like uh, sorry like can you please do this then the agency always on their toes ma. then they always yeah. need to like earn their clients trust yes, so, so then like you end up so we end up do, doing, doing it like it. immediately. But then actually what I've learned to do is to just like text back my client and say like, oh, I hear you. Like I see why like we need to make this change. Mm. Uh, we will do it tomorrow morning first thing. Mm. Yeah. So mm. then that way like the client is at peace. I'm also at peace because I just need to write down in my planner or whatever like to yeah. go and do this tomorrow at 9am. Mm. 
yeah. So, yeah. So, so I and I feel like this has has uh, helped me in other areas of my life as well. That's not just true, yeah. not just at work, but like if like let's say my friends want to meet me for a dinner yeah. and I am particularly busy that period. So it's about setting boundaries with like not just work but also like other areas of your life. Mm. Um, sometimes I know like okay my work is like a particularly busy season so then I'll just give my friends a holding statement. Lor. I'll be like I would love to meet you next week but I am too busy because my work very busy now. Like, I'm so sorry can we meet next month instead that kind of thing. Uh. Yeah, so I think that's one way that uh that's good. Yeah, I yeah. Said so like cause a lot of it, the stress and anxiety may come from thinking that you need to attend to or accomplish that task um as quickly as possible. Yeah. Like as and when um um it comes in while you have like a million other things to do, right? And then yeah. um it becomes worse when you like suddenly realize oh you have like all these things and you don't know which one to start first i think yeah. a lot of like work stress um comes from comes from that yeah and not knowing which one to prioritize yeah that like feeling of being very overwhelmed and then like if you try action on everything immediately then like what do you action on immediately because yeah. mm. you'll be like actioning on one thing and suddenly another thing come in then you drop that thing to go and do the other thing then wow, you're like yeah, oh my gosh crazy. i forgot about the first thing yeah yeah. yeah. So holding statements, yeah, holding very statements useful. Yeah. Like one thing that I learned over my years in the agency is how to set timelines mm. for like projects. Sometimes there are some projects that are just so big and you don't know like what that you need to tackle. So it always helps when I um break it up into smaller steps mm. and then mm. I put write it out in a timeline. And then I send it to like my teammates, send it to my boss, whatever. That way, right, I also help myself. Cause then I'm like, okay, I have already like uh included the fact that there are weekends in our general <laughs> lives and that we shouldn't be working on the weekends. And public holidays. <laughs> and public holidays. <laughs> so the timeline right I said is like oh uh, if I try to create start earlier. I would like to start mm. earlier also. Oh. So I always create buffer, set timelines. Then that way your boss, right? will be like, okay, she like got it under control. Mm. And then your teammates also will feel more at ease because they're not like, oh, so what's happening now? Uh, that kind. Yeah, mm. so that also helps in like setting certain boundaries. Mm. Right. What comes hand in hand with uh, setting and keeping boundaries is also having the discipline to uh, plan ahead, uh, to plan um, before the project actually starts. Mm. Um instead of like waiting for things to happen and then after that you uh, become very reactive to to things. Yeah. Yeah, because the way is like, like if you plan ahead and you know you plan ahead already, then you know that there are some days you can afford to like get off work on time. Mm. I think a lot of times also mm. like, I don't know if it's just like our nature as Singaporeans or whatever. Like mm -hmm. sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to deliver also. Yeah. And then sometimes we... We see the time is like, oh, 7 p.m. are ah, still very early. Like, can you continue working? La? I mean, for like, in <laughs> agency, I feel Glenn like that is, is like, the general no. mindset. <laughs> the general mindset in agencies is just like, yeah. Yeah, hey, still if you, you leave at 6 p.m., right? Last time people will be like, hey, half day. Ah. Ah, correct. Yeah. Oh, it still happens now. Whoa. Yeah, it still happens now. Oh, no. Hey, yeah. I'm so, the one that look at my watch like, mm, 5.45, <laughs> more minutes to go. <laughs> yeah. Your stomach will remind you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another alarm. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, yeah Singaporeans so, think like, oh, seven o'clock very early. Yeah, so we kind of sometimes put that own pressure on ourselves, like it's oh, self-inflicted. Yeah. So if you mm. know that you already plan, then you can rationalize to yourself, like mm. actually there is time to finish this thing. Um, and I can get off work on time. And then I feel like that really helps you mentally to set boundaries with yourself also. Mm. Right. Yeah. A question now, what if like you plan your time so efficiently in a way that you are actually able to knock off at a time? But what if your company culture is that everybody like takes their own time, you know, like go smoke break, yeah, yeah, then yeah. Uh, go tea break, everything break. Then end up they always OT and someone, you know, family culture and OT together. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. like... Will you feel bad like if you were to go off because you finish your work or do you feel like oh you know I'm new and all like I think I need to stay Have you all thought of like uh, quitting your jobs? I had like a super bad case of imposter syndrome. We cannot run away from like stresses at work. Will anyone die if you don't meet this deadline? 